You're listening to the Meeting Midway Podcast, a podcast of Midway United Methodist Church in Alpharetta, Georgia, featuring Pastor Jenny Andoni and Pastor Amanda Lane. Over the course of the podcast, we'll hear how the church relates to the real-world issues that matter to you and how God loves us all. Now, let's meet Midway. Good morning. Welcome to Midway United Methodist. Please come in and find a seat. Get ready to worship with us. Did everybody have a good New Year? Three people. (laughs) Stand up and worship with us.
United Methodist Church. My name is Amanda Lane. I'm so glad that you are here worshiping with us this morning. Those of you online, welcome. We're glad you're here as well. Um, if everybody would fill out the registration form, um, those of you in person, scan with your camera app the, uh, the QR code in front of you. Let us know that you're here. Those online, the form should show up here soon. Just a couple quick reminders about what, what's been happening in the life of our church. For Christmas, we asked for a special offering to donate to the Special Olympics of Forsyth. Um, you guys answered, and we were able to raise 4,911, and at the last service, it was auctioned off to be 5,000. 5, so we're at 5,000 for Special Olympics of uh, Forsyth County. Um, also, back in the beginning of December, we asked you to help us with uh, donations towards tornado relief. Um, UMCOR is the United Methodist Committee on Relief that goes up and they are working hard to help repair and um, get people back on their feet. We uh, raised 4,524 with that one as well. Do I hear 5,000? Yeah. <laughs> Do I hear? We're gonna auction it off till we get to 5,000. <laughs> Um, but thank you so much for your generosity, for, um, for giving out of, out of your generosity. We really appreciate that. Finally, one last announcement. Um, this week starts our host week for Family Promise. Family Promise um, is an organization that works with homeless individuals and families to help bring them out of homelessness and into a stabilized life. And so, um, we sponsor them one week. Uh, they come and they spend the night here. Um, we are covered for everything except sad, a Saturday overnight host. So good job filling out those spots. If you um, are able to, to join in, we would love for someone to uh, come talk to me after the service if you are interested in being the overnight hosts for next Saturday. Let's all take a breath a lot, right? I know that this week, uh, most every week, we're all going and going and going, and we just need a breath so that we can take a break and focus our hearts on God. So let's join together now in prayer. Would you pray with me? Almighty God, we come before you this morning. We are here to worship you. Lord, I pray for your peace to be on each and every one of us for your peace to be present here today. Lord, lead and guide us and allow us to worship you with an open heart. In your name we pray, amen. sacrifice with these hands lifted high hear my song hear my cry I will bring a sacrifice I will bring a sacrifice 
So today's scripture involves someone speaking about love, but also showing love by actions. Our Bible passage is about baptism. How many have been baptized? Do you all remember? It's okay if you don't remember. A lot of times, especially in the Methodist church, we baptize kids, babies. So I was baptized as a baby. I don't remember my baptism, but I get to watch lots of other kids being baptized, and I'm reminded of God's love. When we see someone's baptized, it's a sign that God is saying, I love you. You are mine, and I claim you as my own. We talked about this in our class today, didn't we, Ava? That God looks at us when we're baptized, and God says, that is the most precious child I have. I love you so, so much. And God says, you are now part of my family. Uh, let me read from the scripture. It says, when all the people who were being baptized, with, when all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened. The Holy Spirit came to rest on him in the form of a dove. A voice came from heaven. It said, you are my son, and I love you. I am very pleased with you. So for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about love and what it means that God loves us and what it means that we love others. Well, um, at the end of this sermon series, it's going to be around February 14th. What happens in February? Valentine's, Valentine's Day, yeah. So um, one of my favorite candies is candy hearts. I'm sorry, I don't have real ones today. They're not out yet. Um, but you know, candy hearts have little messages on them, right? So, yeah, like I, like I love you, my goodness. Um, so this week, each week we're gonna see a new message. And this week, what's the message? Love you, yeah. So when, when we're baptized or when we remember our baptism, when we look and we say, God loves me so much. That is what God is saying. God is saying, I love you. I am pleased with you, and you are my child. So I hope you guys will always remember that, because that is an important message that we should remember, even when we become adults, that God loves us and is happy with us. All right, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this day, and thank you for baptism that helps us remember that you love us. God, we pray that we would remember that always. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, thanks guys for coming up. This morning we have an opportunity to go to God in prayer and to lift up joys and concerns. Um, I, the prayer shawl? Yeah. We have a prayer shawl somewhere um, that we are praying for Reverend Nancy Meeker. She, is, um, she has received a diagnosis of malignancy. And so um, if we can get that prayer shawl up here, we would invite you to come forward and to pray for it. Or if you feel uh, comfortable from your seat, just lift your hands out like this, a sign of joining together with the congregation and praying. Um, we'll give that prayer shawl to her as a reminder that she's not alone, that she is praying, that she's being prayed for and prayed with um, during her treatments. Let's go to God in prayer.
Almighty God, we come before you this morning, lifting our hearts, lifting our minds, lifting ourselves to you. And Lord, we just pray that in our hearts and in our minds, Lord, that we would worship you fully. That during this time, we would forget what's going on in life outside these doors and take the time to truly honor and worship you. Almighty God, we come before you this morning knowing that at times we are not perfect. In fact, most of the times we are imperfect. We need forgiveness. We need a reminder that yes, we mess up, but Lord, you forgive us. God, I pray that we would seek that forgiveness wherever it's needed, but Lord, that we would turn to you. And Lord, we would find your mercy and your grace. God, we thank you so much that through baptism, Lord, we are able to understand better just how much you love us, how much you have claimed in our life. God, I just pray this morning that we would each hear the message that we are beloved children of God and that you have claimed us as your children, as your people. And Lord, nothing we can do can, can change that. God, we thank you that you are with us today. And Lord, we come before you in supplication and prayer. We lift up our joys and our concerns to you. God, we lift up people in our lives that are sick, that are mourning, that are, are lost, that are lonely. God, we know that you can provide peace and hope, that you can provide a grace that these people need. And Lord, we pray a special prayer this morning for Reverend Nancy Meeker. Lord, that you would be with her in the days ahead. Let her feel the love from the prayer shawl. Let her know that she is being prayed for as she undergoes treatment. God, we thank you so much for the ways that, that you invite us into your work. Let us be the peace that you offer. Let us be the joy that you give us. Lord, let us show others your love. God, we thank you so much that you do involve us. And we pray now the prayer that you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This morning, we offer ourselves to God as living sacrifices 
If you would like to make a financial donation, we have plates, offering plates at either of the doors. So I invite you to consider how you might support this church through your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness. Sets on heaven's skies, the spirit leads into your light. You make all things beautiful and bright. Pussy dawns with the rising sun, the spirit calls, and my heart responds. Each new day awaits me with your love. This is the start of a new beginning. This is the sign the tide is turning. This is the song the saints are singing. Great is our God. Great is His glory. Your love rains down, pouring over me. The Spirit walked with the same alive in you. You have said. Tide is turning. This is the song the saints are singing. Great is our God. Great is our glory. This is the start of a new beginning. This is the sign. Sign of singing. This is the song. Song singing. Great is our Lord. Great is His glory.
Thank you very much, Ben. Good to see you all here this morning. It's what a difference a week makes, man. It's awesome. This first Sunday after Epiphany is always the baptism of our Lord's uh, Sunday. And our scripture lesson for today comes to us from the Gospel of Luke, the third chapter, beginning with verses 15 through 17, and then jumping over to verses 21 and 22. Hear now God's word to us this day. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Right after the holidays, I'll went one evening to see what bargains I might find on clearance. It was already after dark when I pulled into the parking lot, so I was a little surprised to see that it was so full until I realized that it wasn't they, the cars, the folks weren't there for a Christmas sale, but because they were making good on their New Year's resolutions by getting their workout at Planet Fitness. There is something about the turning of the calendar that lends itself to turning over a new leaf. For many of us, like those sweating it out at Planet Fitness, the clean slate often has to do with a fresh start in the care of our body. You know, exercising regularly, eating right, getting enough sleep. You know, those are all admirable goals. I mean, the body is, after all, the temple of the Holy Spirit. God has gifted us with only one body, and we do well to take care of it for our spiritual, our physical, and our emotional well-being. On this first Sunday of Epiphany, the lesson is always about a new beginning, namely the beginning of Jesus' ministry a beginning that is marked by his baptism. Each year, the lesson on this Sunday offers us a chance to, to hear again the story of Jesus' baptism and also reflect on its meaning for our own baptism. Now, Jesus' baptism is recorded in all the Gospels, but there are some distinctive features about Luke's telling. Now, those of us who grew up in Sunday school learned early that Jesus was baptized by who? His cousin John. Where? 
in the River Jordan. Here, though, in Luke, in the verses that are strangely omitted from today's lesson, John is arrested and put in prison by Herod. So when Jesus' baptism takes place, John's not even on the scene. Also omitted is the location of the baptism, which we assume to be the Jordan, but Luke does not specify it. The way Luke records Jesus' baptism is telling. When Jesus also had been baptized and was praying. What? It already happened. Did we miss it? Before we know it, the baptism has already occurred. Jesus' baptism is set in what our English teachers taught us is a subordinate clause. The result is that the emphasis is not so much on the baptism itself, but on what transpires during Jesus' baptism. For Luke, what is significant is not what John does. After all, John's nowhere to be seen, nor even so much what Jesus does by submitting to the baptism, which is he identifies with us and our condition here on earth. But the emphasis is mostly on what God does. When Jesus was baptized, the heavens opened, the Holy Spirit descended, and God spoke, claiming Jesus as God's son and affirming his pleasure in him. So what? Why does any of this matter to us? Because it underscores that baptism is not something that we do. It is something that God does. Who then baptizes Jesus if John's not around? The Holy Spirit. In fact, it is that same Spirit that baptizes each of us. Says commentator David Luce, baptism is wholly God's work that we may have confidence that no matter how often we fall short or fail, nothing that we do or fail to do can remove the identity that God conveys as a gift. Our relationship with God is the one relationship in life that we can't screw up precisely because we did not establish it. We can neglect this relationship, we can deny it, we can run away from it, ignore it, but we cannot destroy it. For God loves us too deeply, says Luce, to ever let us go. You know, when a parent brings a child here to be baptized, they take vows to raise that child in a Christian home. They commit to teach that child the Holy Scriptures to bring them to church and to raise them up in the Christian faith. They vow to do these things so that when the child reaches an age of maturity, he or she shall by, by the power of God accept for themselves the gift of salvation and begin as a full and responsible member of Christ's holy church. That's the liturgy. Did you hear it? By the power of God. 
the power of the Holy Spirit that descended upon Jesus at his baptism, propelling him into his ministry and mission is the same power that is working our lives through our baptism. Whether we are six months old or 60 years old, when we receive the sacrament of baptism, we are given a new name, a new family, a whole new life with the promise that God's presence and power and love will guide and comfort and direct us every single day of our lives. Back at the beginning of this chapter, you, you may recall, if you can remember all the way back to Advent when we had this reading, that at the beginning of the chapter, Luke precedes John's preaching and Jesus' baptism with a list of all the rulers, the movers and shakers of that time. Luke doesn't do anything by accident. There must have been a reason that he put that in there. What's Luke saying? He's saying that here are the powers of the world, those who hold the reins of power, the power brokers of Jesus' day. But even as these political and religious leaders were throwing their weight around and making the headlines every day, there was another power at work, unseen, until it descended on Jesus in the form of a dove. The same can be said today. That power is at work behind the scenes. And it is a power that has worked in our lives, given to us through our baptism calling us to repent of our sins and start afresh each and every day to fulfill the vows of our baptism by walking in newness of life. Presbyterian pastor Sarah Jo Sarchet had a 10-year-old boy in her congregation, congregation named Karen. Cameron and kids I'd like for you to listen to me now I know you've fallen asleep this is your chance you listen to the story and adults too but one day Cameron who's 10 years old walked into her office he was fresh from soccer practice and he was wearing his Cincinnati Reds baseball cap which will forgive him for go dogs anyway just throwing in that but he had a request for her I'd like to be baptized, he said. We were learning about Jesus' baptism in Sunday school, and the teacher asked who had been baptized, and everybody raised their hand except me. I want to be baptized too. So using her best pastoral care tone, the pastor said, Now, Cameron, you don't want to be baptized just because everyone else has been baptized, do you? And his freckles winked up at her, and he replied, No, I want to be baptized because it means that I belong to God. Well, she was touched by his understanding. And she said, Well, then, how about this Sunday? And his smile turned to concern, and he said, Do you mean I have to get baptized in front of all those people? Can't I just get baptized by a friend down at the river? 
And she asked him where he'd come up with an idea like that. He said, well, wasn't Jesus baptized by John in the river? And she was caught off guard. And she said, you have a point there. But if a friend baptized you in the river, how would the church recognize it? And she went to reach for her book of worship, you know, that has the service in it. And before she could get it, he said, I guess they would recognize me by my new way of living. We are, my brothers and sisters, given new life through water and the Spirit, as Paul put it. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. See, everything old has passed away. Everything has become new. If you have already been baptized, you're invited to come this morning and renew your baptismal vows. Now, due to COVID, we're offering two options. Uh, there's touchless, which is used by an evergreen and we flick water on you, which is a tradition, a long-held tradition in the church. Or you can um, come forward and Amanda or I will place the sign of a cross and water on your forehead. If you're here and you've never been baptized, you are also invited to participate as a sign of your intention to be baptized. Uh, if, if you wish to find out more about that, Amanda and I would be happy to meet with you. I would remind you that this ritual is not rebaptism. We do not rebaptize in the Methodist Church. Why? Because who is it that acts in baptism? It is God. And what God promised us to do, God does. And it cannot be redone. God is, my friends, already pleased with you because of the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God loves you. You are God's. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Would you join me now as we remember our baptism? Where your response will be found on the screens. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We're incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the spirit. All this is God's gift offered to us without price. Through the reaffirmation of our faith, we renew the covenant declared at our baptism. Acknowledge what God is doing for us and affirm our commitment to Christ's holy church. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord? 
in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races. I do. According to the grace given to you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representative in the world? I will. Let us join together now in professing the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testament. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth life. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus, nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations. Pour out your Holy Spirit and by this gift of water, call to mind our call to our remembrance, the grace declared to us in our baptism, for you have washed away our sins, and you clothe us with righteousness throughout our lives, that dying and rising with Christ we may share in his final victory. All praise to you, eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. Amen. You're invited to come as you feel led. Please allow space as you come. Still see the steeple 
little church on the hill There was a line at the altar Every deep room was filled
As members of the body of Christ and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we will faithfully participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness, that in everything, O Lord, you may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Amen. We have another song? We do. Let's hit it. His heart open wide from the depths, from the heights, I will bring a sacrifice. With his hands lifted high, hear my song, hear my cry, I will bring a sacrifice. Take this life and let it shine. Take this life and let it shine.
Thank you for your presence here today. Now the grace, God of all grace, who has called us to eternal glory in Christ, establish and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you may live in grace and peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. been listening to the Meeting Midway podcast from Midway United Methodist Church. The doors to our community are open to all, and we invite guests to join us at our services on Sunday. We have a traditional worship service at 8.30 a.m. in our historic chapel, an acoustic worship service at 9.45 a.m. in our historic chapel, and a contemporary service at 11 a.m. in our modern sanctuary. For more information, check us out online at midwayumc.org. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.